folks. Welcome to Yelling About Hate. I am Carl Hess. With me, as always, Joel Miller. Mm. <laughs> this is mm. a full disclosure. This is the second episode we're recording today, and we're a little worse for wear. Uh, this actually is a milestone because this is the first. Ep- I, I'm surprised it's taken us this long. 25 apps in. This is the first episode where we're actively drinking while we're recording. Act no, like I think we need to just drinking. get that right out at top. No, this is um, better. I think. Can we can we do it like this all the time? I think if someone brings us a bottle of something to drink, yeah, I'm mm. not gonna I'm not gonna spend my own money. What on if this. we start insisting that guests bring wine? It's like it's like hey, you're coming over to our house, but you have to bring. It's like a potluck. It's but like we don't like bring anything. Coming to do our podcast is like coming to a nice dinner. You you're gonna show up with wine. You got to show up with something. You and can't then, come empty-handed. I look like an idiot. Podcast wine. If I'm DJ lunch wine, then I'm I'm changing it to. Probably change it to DJ daddy wine. <laughs> I like that better. I, I like just, that much. I better. just like the I just like the European ideal of slowly drinking wine all day. You're so you're never not drinking wine. But we're not drinking wine. I know we're drinking tequila right now. Cheers. We are. We're actually drinking. We're drinking mezcal. So it's oh, right. it, it, it is different. We are we'll, drinking we can mezcal. Get, we can get into the specifics of it because honestly. I am. I'm not gonna even. We'll get. Try we'll, we'll get to that. Yeah. We'll get to that uh, in, in, in all in good time. But uh, I, I do like mezcal. I no. I am a. I am a big fan. I mean, we had Fernando on from Galagetsa. That's yeah, true. About ten weeks ago. That's true. And he he ta- he gave us a lot of fucking mezcal knowledge. I, my Jaguars move, and old men. And my favorite move that he taught me is you put a little on your hands and you rub them together and then you smell your hands. What if your hands already smell like shit? Well, then you're like. Oh, then, then you're leading a gross lifestyle, and you need to pull your shit together. Well, maybe I should start washing my hands. I just like I just like smelling booze deeply off of my hands. I feel like it's mezcal just uh, and, and it's so different because it just it has like better properties. Like it smells different, it tastes different than like mm-hmm. I don't know, like other shit. I'm go- oh my god! I'm wow, these are the kind of insights you're gonna come with. We gotta start drinking on the no, podcast I'm all saying, the time. Uh, okay, see the thing about mezcal is. It no, tastes no, 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 different no, no, no. than other shit. It, no, no. There's complexities in it. Okay. It's, Ooh, it's, okay. I, there's, there's you're pulling up. You were, you were diving down, and now you're pulling yeah, no, up no, out I'm, of the nosedive. I'm slowly climbing out of the hole that I uh-huh, uh, in uh-huh. which I dug myself. There is complexities. It's, there's a lot there. There's I, a lot, I agree there's with a lot you on going that. on. I think, I mean, no, other than like tequila or like even like some whiskeys and stuff, there's, it's, it feels more complex like when I drink it. I, I want to say I appreciate it more. Okay. Yeah. I would say it's probably my, my number one spirit. I've mostly been drinking wine as of late, as uh, as we've talked about my transition to a full-time wine daddy. But sometimes wine's not going to get you there, you know? You need to you need to bring in the big guys. Oh, man, wine always gets me there. I always I, get where I, I need to I go I do love wine. it. I feel like if I had to choose now to give up spirits or wine, I would choose wine. Whereas two years ago, I probably would have easily chosen give, really? wine to give up. Oh, f- that's that's just like a horrible thing to have to say to somebody. Well, yeah, we're talking about uh, a Sophie's choice here. Uh, this these aren't easy choices. I'm okay. talking about a hard, life changing decision that you're being forced to make at gunpoint. Suicide. <laughs> no, just fucking end it all. Gun to your head. Wine or mezcal? Just fucking. Just kill fucking me. pull the trigger, I don't motherfucker. Live. Gotta the trigger, have bitch. both. Nah, that no, that would it would be legitimately like a Sophie's choice. You tell me like, because wine is just fucking great and mm-hmm. it pairs so well with mm-hmm. I don't know fucking everything. You gotta have wine for food. But if I couldn't have like a like a shot or like a, right. just like a nice glass of like scotch or, or whiskey or mezcal, like I I don't know what I would do. 
That's true. I'd fucking lose it. Uh, booze is great, folks. A lot of my Newsflash. tattoos would mean nothing. <laughs> Hot take. Booze is great. I think that'll seg right into our, our introducing our guest. Sure. A, 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 a man of booze, a man of bars. Our guest today is Dave Fernie. Dave, welcome to the program. Thanks for having me, guys. Dave is director of operations at Honeycut, the Normandy Club, and the Walker Inn, three fine Los Angeles drinking establishments. I like premier drinking establishments. Yeah, some of the top guys. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> yeah, top of the game. All the employees of these establishments are on notice right now. I actually really like the Normandy Club a lot, as just like a, like a classy ass bar. Where you could just go and get like a fucking good drink. Well, what else? I mean, it's in Koreatown. Normandy Club's in Koreatown. There's so many bars. What that, else is like that out there? There's so many bars where it's like, oh, we're like have cocktails, but then you like order a cocktail. Like last night, I was at a, I was at the Virgil. You know, like they have cocktails there. Like they have good drinks. Order a Negroni. The guy's fucking shaking the Negroni. I'm like, what are you doing? It's this kid, ice shards in it. Get the fuck out of here. I literally the next time I ordered a Negroni, I was like. He went to shake it. And I was like, "Can you can you stir it?" He was like, "Stir it." I was like, "Yeah." So I was like, "I'm I'm not a Negroni." Person. I didn't want to be an is asshole. Frowned, is that frowned upon? I don't want to be that guy. Like, hey, actually, could you uh, could you yeah. could you stir it? But I had to say that I want ice shards in my cocktail. Yeah. Am I crazy? Yeah, no. I mean, that's a that's a thing. That's a thing that it, I'm shocked to see that happen still in this day and age. Well, right, well, Mike, Serena and I went out, and we were we weren't at a good bar or anything, but she she asked for a daiquiri. You know, it was like a, like one one o'clock in the afternoon. It was a good time for daiquiri. She asked for daiquiri, and the waitress goes, "Oh, we don't have a blender, mm. so we can't make that." That's a, that's a common one. Yeah. And 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 I was just like, "Wait, but that's not what a daiquiri is, right?" I and like, like they had no fucking yeah. clue. The classic yeah. daiquiri still. It's elusive. Like unless unless it's you like have Bigfoot. some bar knowledge, people don't, people think it's like a blender thing. But isn't it like more like yeah. a hurricane then? Like if it's blended? Yeah, I mean, well, there there's this entire period of American bar history that they kind of is still rampant, and and you know, I think like electric lemonade and yeah, well, it's all like that fun the daiquiri stuff. is associated in like the public's consciousness with the blender so much that's going to yeah. take more years for people to realize what a daiquiri. Well, there's still is. people like Applebee's and TGI Fridays out there doing the Lord's work and they're blending up strawberry dacks. Speaking go. of cranking because, out dacks, because this episode airs in December, Applebee's is doing a one dollar Long Island iced tea all fucking. I was month. literally talking about this last night. How, why and how, and is this going to end in like, like just I'm, multiple deaths? I'm pretty sure that like, I'm good. pretty sure that like one of the dialysis centers is like footing the bill on this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whose idea is this? Why is it happening? What can we do to not die during December? Davida Dialysis sponsors $1 <laughs> Long Island iced teas. Right, so the problem is the type of person who wants a $1 Long Island iced tea is the exact person who you do not want to give a one dollar long island iced tea to just aggressively pursuing cirrhosis i've only ever ordered a long island iced tea once in my life and it was at a bj's and i was 22 i knew nothing about anything i i first of all how is that like cost effective for them it's like isn't it all booze it's It's like it's pretty much all booze unless they're giving you very little booze and it's pre-mixed or something but like if you make a long island iced tea right it's mostly booze it's You're a lot, losing it's, money. It's a lot of booze. I think what they're probably hoping for is that people are going to go for the, uh, the uh, you know, cage-grown chicken wings or whatever uh, <laughs> after after that to soak up some of the right. Right. You're hoping booze. you're hoping people will come in enthusiastic. Yeah. They'll have one, 
They'll realize how drunk they are, the, and then they'll like order a bunch of garbage food. Well, the, that's the thing. That's that's, yeah, that's the, the hope, you know. The the hormone laden chicken <laughs> pen, chicken penne Alfredo. <laughs> you know, I've firecracker I've, shrimp, baby. I, I've never been to an Applebee's. I've no. I don't think. Okay, I could be wrong because I definitely was younger and I don't remember everything from that. But I don't think I've been to a fucking Applebee's. I definitely haven't been to an Applebee's since like that I could remember. I, I think I well I've been to an Applebee's a few times, but I think the the most formative visit to an Applebee's was uh was right after the uh or maybe right before the eighth grade formal for me. Ooh, um, hot date? Yeah, real hot date. Woo! Oh god, what well, was down it? in Atlanta you're from Atlanta. Wait, yeah. just you and the date? It What's was like, like it was a bunch of so us. So your mom like, dropped you off. I I think we got dropped off in like a like a Hummer limo or oh, something. Oh yeah. Bullshit. What would that, that, that cost you? About twelve dollars a head? Oh, uh, dude, I don't know. I think like somebody, one of the rich parents, paid for it or something <laughs> like that. Amazing. I was, I can't remember my my date's name, but I was like really. It's because you were so fucked up on electric lemonades and Long Island yeah. Ice from Applebee's at thirteen years old. Yeah, I think well, I've done some pretty serious like brain damage to myself <laughs> in the the time That's working true. in bars since then. That was a long then. time ago. It was a long time ago. At any rate, it was really embarrassing because she uh, she got kicked out of the formal for having it. her dress was too short. What? It was, was it above the knee? It was way above the knee. Salacious. Whoa. Wait, wait. This oh. is eighth grade? Eighth grade formal, dude. How short well, was it? Well, this was a different was... time. This was 1996. Anything bro. went. Yeah. <laughs> Anything. It was the go-go 90s, baby. Yeah, it was it was short. I would say I would say like like her entire finger was below the the hemline. Oh, damn. Yeah. I'm just I got to That's how, that sounds provocative as hell. It was like wow. Yeah, I was like Two thirds. Were of all her, the girls rocking dresses that short? Two thirds of her spaghetti straps. Oh, she did have spaghetti straps too. <laughs> Naturally, it was like, it was like white. Did she have those like, like butterfly clips in her hair? She did, dude. <laughs> I was like about it too. <laughs> Who wasn't about it? Yeah, that's how Julia Stiles did it. Dude, she, yeah, she she had a real she had a real hot thing going on that night. Eighth grade, dude. Yeah. Did you? I don't uh, Did you make out grade. at the dance? What's that? Did you get some fucking makeout action on the dance yeah, floor? Did you, no. did you scam? No. Did I you think guys I was, drink? Like, was it like... No, eighth, we weren't drinking. Weren't I was drinking in eighth that. grade. I was like, yes. Uh, so I you mean, weren't a cool kid in eighth grade. I was not cool. Yes, I also Absolutely did not. not drink in eighth grade. <laughs> yeah. What's booze? Yeah, booze. no, I was, I was too it. afraid. Of, Never had it. Yeah. So you just went to Applebee's for the apps. Strictly an app situation. Yeah, was Pre-dance. A, crush some wings. Yeah, I don't think... Crush some poppers. I didn't have a fake ID in eighth grade either. I don't think you I was. Were, you were you're a tall you're a tall guy. You were probably like what? No, six no, no. Tall I was in eighth grade. Yeah, no, I was like five three in eighth grade. What? Yeah, no, you had I hit your. I had a I had a real big growth spurt. I don't even think I had pubes in eighth grade. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Just for the record, he does now. Yeah, folks, he has. Well, now he shaves them. Yeah, uh, we all sh- we all shave completely, right? That's that's where we're wrong. That's oh. Not- no, <laughs> it is a disaster down no. there. No. My, yeah. I have uh, one male friend who I'm got just, his butt waxed. Uh, it was like as like a, Brazilian as a joke. style, like inside yeah. his butt crack. Yeah, like as a joke. But then How he was, was that like, as a joke to who? It was like it's a, a joke it was like on a dare. Him. It was like a dare that he did with I like did, another I did guy. That one time. And then and then he was like, "It's so good." He's like, "I can't tell you this is oh, no, changed it's my so entire terrible life. when it grows back." Oh well, yeah, that's yeah. a nightmare. You got to keep yeah. waxing. Yeah, that's how they get you. Yeah, yeah. The one, one time, and then you're you don't want to get got. He literally was so excited about it that, like, I almost was like, I kind of want to get my ass crack wax because he's making it sound like it's a fucking joy. Yeah, I mean, just to be like a baby, a baby again, <laughs> smooth as a baby. Just, like, just imagine the joy of wiping. Yeah. See, I have a joy of wiping already because I always keep like those like nice like soft wipes. Mm-hmm. 
in my bathroom. Oh, there you go. Wait, because wait, I, wait, you mean like wet wipes? Yeah. Like baby. baby you wipes. use flushable wet wipes yes. to wipe your ass. Yeah. That is crazy. How is that crazy? Okay. Then no, your no, ass no, 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 no. is wet. No, 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 How no. How do you then no, dry no. your ass? Okay, I'm just going to let you know this. Wet. I'm just going to let you know this right now. I'm just going to let you know, and everybody else that's listening to the motherfucking podcast. It, I find it ridiculous that the solution, <laughs> the solution to wiping your ass is a dry piece of paper okay. that you put there. It's that's not, not going to get everything. It's not great, but at least you're then dry. No, no. So this is the move. You buy the wet wipes. And you use one wet wipe. You go in wet, and then and you then go you dry afterwards. Then you're yeah, what? You're dabbing. You're padding. It's not. It's not like. It's not like they're shooting. It's not like it's like dripping wet. It's not like. It's, you know, it's just the. It's like kind of. Well, know. it just depends. It depends. It depends how you're feeling. <laughs> well, that's true. It depends what happened the night before. Yeah. It depends uh, on what, what happened, happened earlier. Yeah. No, you gotta go. You go wet then dry, or you go wet then dry then dry. I. I mean, I. I understand that, but I also have never been like. Toilet paper is not enough for me. I need I need to bring in the big guns. Yeah, toilet but haven't you always... ever been like, well, toilet paper is not enough. Like this, is, I'm using a lot of toilet paper. Well, right yes, now. There, you know, you've like... eaten a lot of meat in your day. I can't imagine that your toilet took a fucking beating the next morning. <laughs> meat makes you not shit, by the way. Does it? Yeah. Just, well, you have a salad well, with the meat, so well, it's going to help true. lubricate it D- out of it. Depends. Food. Depends how much you're imbibing with that meat, right? Too depends on when you last had your one dollar Long Island and jalapeno poppers. I think this. Is, I think this is a good time to take a shot. Actually, <laughs> okay. I think this is a good time to to take a shot. Cheers. Cheers, guys. Cheers. Who would have thought that this would go wildly off the rails? Ooh. Oof. All right. Well, why don't you tell us about this mezcal? Oh yeah. First of all, what are we very, drinking today? It's very good. It's delicious. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. You shouldn't shoot it. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, that, this is wildly inappropriate what we're doing right yeah. now. <laughs> I'm, I'm sipping. I mean, I took a big sip, but I'm, ex- I'm trying to sip. This is extraordinarily um, uh, not, not, not right to do this okay. kind of thing. <laughs> but at any rate, we're drinking some mezcal from Michoacan. Uh, this is made by a, uh, a guy named Don Mateo. Um, uh, Emilio Varea. There's a picture on the back. He's a capable-looking gentleman in he's a cowboy, a cowboy hat. hat. He's, he's, so a, he's a gaucho from Michoacan. He's a fucking gaucho. He's amazing. Love uh, Sonora-style tacos. Yeah. So this is uh, this is a, the agave species is called Cupriata. I, f- I find that this uh, particular expression of the of the mezcal kind of tastes a lot like um, those little orange candies that you used to get at the bank or whatever. Wait, <laughs> um, like the ones that are like in the shape of orange. Yeah, slices? in the shape yeah, yeah, of yeah. orange, like slices. gummy ones. Yeah, like gummy ones. Huh. Go for it and, and let me know if that's that kind of feels on the nose for you. You know, I'm getting some citrus notes. I'm not getting that that sweetness, but it, it's well, yeah. There's no there's no nice. ice in here. Yeah. Uh, at any rate, it's it's uh, manually extracted, which means that they're using their hands and hose to get the juice out of the pinas, and then it's uh, then it's distilled in a Filipino pine still. Oh, wow. um, so this is made in about the most like ancestral kind of yeah that sounds that sounds rugged and mad pastoral very inefficient um (laughs) wait so with with mezcal they take the heart of the agave which is the pina Mm -hmm. because it looks like a pineapple yes and they bury it in the ground correct with coals yeah so hot stones and then and they just leave it there and then they bury it then they put it in the ground it's soft and you can but then like take it apart the one thing i never understood is do they keep bringing hot stones to replenish or they just Make them real hot and bury it, and they let exactly, it cool. Exactly, yeah. It's really, really hot, and then they bury it and let it cool. It's kind of like a, it's like a vegan luau. So it's not. There's no coals involved. N- well, it's just hot, stones. Hot ass rocks. Hot ass rocks. But that gives it the smokiness. 
Uh, yeah, I would imagine that. Yeah, I, I, I think, I think that there's some. Th- I, th- I don't think there's a lot of wood in Michoacan and Oaxaca. Okay. It's not like there. You know, it's kind of like the reason that peat is in Scotch. Cause right. Because they use you use what you have around. Yeah, you're burning what you got, and so they're burning kind of like uh, they're burning like chafe and like uh, the. They're burning the, the leaves of the pina and whatnot. So there's certainly coals and like organic material that are going in there, but they're using that to heat up the rocks, and the rocks retain the heat um, a little bit longer and keep this uh, keep this thing cooking for you know seventy to ninety six hours. Well, he has like on the on the front, he has just such a serious mustache that you just know that the product therein is a high quality mezcal. Oh, that's a mustache that means business. This, this is, is this is on, this is bottle four hundred and ten out of eleven hundred and fifty seven bottles produced for the year. Yeah, for the yearly harvest. Yeah, single estate. Yeah, this is some pretty special special. Mezcal. Now, is really this like available it. at uh, one of the one of your bars? Or yeah, this, you can. Yeah, you special... can get this. You can certainly get this at, at Honeycut or Normandy Club or Walker Inn. Um, there's not an endless supply of it, so. But if someone ordered it, well, and thanks just for the like, bottle. Yeah. If someone just ordered it and downed it as a shot, you'd be like, "Damn it, you shouldn't have done that." I'd just be stoked that they were doing. Would that you, they were drinking something like this instead of like? Would you, you know, pref- Jameson? Would you, would right. you say that for this, you should put in a little bit of like dilution, like a little water or some, or I'll put it on a, on a cube. Well, I mean, here's the thing. Like, what happens when the the second that this goes in your mouth is you start salivating, right? Profusely. So it opens up already. So it's already starting to open up. I mean, certainly there's there's something to be said about but adding a little bit out, of water. Like you could pick out like maybe more like the more subtle notes if there was some dilution. In sure. It, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think the thing about putting it on the rocks is that it cools everything down, and mm-hmm. a big part of being able to taste things is particle motion and thermodynamics. Mm-hmm. So. If you're cooling stuff down, then you have to like overcome that by the time it gets in your mouth and you're not like, it's not like skating across your taste buds as much. So like cooling it down, probably going to taste less, adding a little bit water, probably going to open some things up a little bit more to a point. Slamming booze and thermodynamics, baby. Yeah, particle dynamics, bro. Exactly what he said. I let's yeah. let's, and, let's bust out the eyedropper. Get a little some drops of water in here. <laughs> fucking let's get crazy. So just, just spit in it, <laughs> or just you know what? Just wring out a baby wipe over it. <laughs> they're I mean, not my house. They're man. for babies. That's the thing. No, they're for they're not everybody. called adult man wipes. No, they're 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 for, called for, first baby wipes. First of all, like you can find stuff baby, called baby. It's called toilet like like you know they're like yeah. toilet wipes or something. Not like specifically for babies. Mm, yeah, I feel like I don't they're called what, baby wipes. I don't understand what problem you have for keeping yourself cleaner. Like it's not cleaner. It is cleaner. It's, it's you're still wiping yourself with paper. It's no, 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 it's not wiping yourself with paper. It, there's like like there's like chemicals and stuff on there. It's yeah, like, I don't want that in my ass. Well, you're not putting I feel it like in Johnson there. and Johnson should start running like commercials during NFL games and just say like "baby yourself." It's not like you're, en- <laughs> yeah. it's not like, you're like giving yourself an enema. Ooh, yeah. baby, that's mm. smooth. You drank a lot of Miller Lite and had a fifteen <laughs> plates of nachos today. You're gonna want to baby yourself you're tomorrow. Need to baby yourself. Regular TP, not gonna cut it. <laughs> TP, you, more like baby. You try know, our baby wipes. You know what you need. Well, I mean, maybe I'll try it. Maybe I just been. It's like in Europe, everyone uses bidets. No, it's not just in Europe and in Asia. Here's the thing I don't understand about a bidet. bidet. You use a bidet. Mm -hmm. I've used one. It's 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 very refreshing. Your ass is now soaking wet. Okay, how do you dry your ass? See, that's the difference. Yes, that's soaking wet. With a baby wipe, it is not soaking wet. They don't have... You gotta use the Japanese ones. They got dryers on them. Wait, what? All right, well, see, the Japanese are are very far ahead of us in ass crack technology. We all know that. 
But in a classic <laughs> yeah, bidet, come on, Chinese, get on. In a classic bidet situation, your ass is now dripping wet. There's no special ass towel in there. What are you? How are you supposed to go on with your day? So you're saying that you would just go dry 100%. I I want to minimize moisture as much as possible, especially when I'm about to put my pants back on and go along with my life. Well, maybe you want you want swamp crack. You would be walking around with swamp I, crack. I don't have that. I don't have that All issue. Right. I don't have I'm that just problem. saying. I don't know how these bidet motherfuckers are doing it. They are they carrying personal ass towels that they just have on them? They might. You never know, man. I don't know. Are you're not you, part of. You're not ingrained. We in have European listeners. Please email us about this bidet Maybe, situation. We should. We should look up uh, humidity levels in Paris. <laughs> it, it might just be wicking away all the moisture it could immediately. Be. It could be maybe a natural wick. maybe they just yeah maybe the sin just absorbs all the the moisture and it's just kind of a situation <laughs> where. Wait, how how long have you been bartending? Like how, you've been in this industry for a while, right? Yeah, it's been. Uh, yeah, almost yeah, fifteen years. And you started out like 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 a bar back, like how we would like yeah, guys start, in the kitchen start out as dishwashers, yeah. or comedians start out as like the second most funny person in their class, <laughs> right? Correct. Yeah. So, because the funniest one is always right. the most successful. Yeah. He's a lawyer, right? Exactly. And your yeah. mom's very. Tom is here. doing very well. Tom's doing. He, your mom's always just like, have you? Do you know what Tom's you know, doing? Tom right got now? married. Tom got uh, married. Yeah, yeah, he has a kid. Yeah, but he He's married. Doing, he married like the prom queen, and now she's like forty-five pounds <laughs> overweight and like. Yeah, and like wasting all of his money at White White House Black Market. <laughs> Eating at Applebee's, baby. I mean, that's true. That's she, true. That's she's so, she's putting down like three or four long. What was the first right bar job that you had? So it was where, a where it, yeah, it was a place called Three Dollar Cafe. In LA? No, in, was, in Atlanta. This was for Atlanta. sure not in LA. Yeah, this is like I was I think I was eighteen or nineteen years old. I had like a pink streak in my hair. I was in like an emo band hell yeah and i was just what, I was was the, what was the band's name uh harbor with like a u okay <laughs> hell yeah why yeah. <laughs> because it sounded fucking classy because the guy that named it was like on meth and so shit. H- right, well, h-a-r-b-o-u-r yeah correct. i'm assuming right yeah yeah. You, no, are, yeah, we didn't just sneak a, is, a is, U at the end. No, it's like a U at the beginning. You're like the U A-A-B-O-R-U. is silent. B O R U. Harboru. We're a very weird band. Dude, Harboru, that's a good restaurant. Yeah. Harboru. Yeah. I, you I almost like, believe that that would be a restaurant. I really, yeah, yeah. I, like their, I like their spicy tuna hand rolls. <laughs> their their blue, blue crab baked hand rolls. Yeah. Fucking the shit. They have really nice sake. So, wait, so you saw what? Bar back at Blue Cafe. Uh, three dollars, yeah, four twenty. Yeah, three, yeah, three dollar cafe. Three dollar cafe. Yeah. What was it? What was like the original impetus? Because I feel like for me, who also started working in bars when I was, you know, eighteen, like it seems cool. Like, like, yeah, like there's like a certain appeal to like being behind the bar, and you're like, was well, like, yeah, our bar. our bass player from Arboru. Um, <laughs> Our bass player was bartending there at like 19 or something, and he was right. making so much money. Okay. I, I think at the time I was like, like... I like money too. Well, I was like a prep. I was like a, kind of like a prep slash line cook at this seafood restaurant. That, that when you was were not, 18? That was not doing me any favors with the ladies. I mean, oh, yeah, I by the smelled... Way, for, by the way, Fernie, if you don't know, you, Carl... A really good fucking cook. No, I do know he when. So oh, that's right. We were all together when we went up to the bachelor party, which we just talked about in the last episode. You guys turned out some of the best goddamn food. I mean, un- unbel- unbelievable. Fill up that yeah. glass, man. Fill up that glass. Well, so it. so that's actually interesting though because you're working on the line. Obviously, that's a fucking rough gig. But then you, it, it, when you made the jump to behind the bar, was it like? 
oh, this is better. Like, this is where I want to be. Oh, no, I was like, or was it just like out of necessity? I was, like, I was 128 pounds, like soaking wet at my height. I was looked like. I, I, so by this time you were six feet tall. I was like six two at that point. I'm like six right. four now. You hit that growth but spurt. Like, yeah, I hit a growth spurt, but I was like rail thin and trying to lift like like half barrel kegs. Right. Like that. Like all this place did was serve draft beer and like you know we were it was a it was a sports bar. Was it for three dollars? Uh, there were some. I mean, some menu items were three dollars. Okay. I, like I, I think it was like a little bit of a misnomer, though. I think they just like kept doing some things for three dollars, like yeah. Bud Light at happy hour or whatever. Uh, I don't know if there's any more. Of if them. you're charging more than three dollars for a Bud Light any time, yeah, you're really like fuck you. Like seriously, that's terrible. I feel that's, like most places in LA charge more than three dollars for Bud Light. I feel like too many people in LA drink Bud Light. Yeah, <laughs> I, I really- actually <laughs> drank a pitcher of Bud Light last night with two friends. And it's the first time I had it in so long, and I was like, "This is fucking bad." We like uh, this. <laughs> this time, Fernie, Fernie and I yeah. got like super fucked up on lima I, I think I made you larb at my we, house. She, like, yeah, night. I just came over. It was just me and you. Yeah, just, two dudes we, hanging, two making dudes larb, swimming in my pool. We were swimming in this pool, making larb, and we we're just like, you know what we should do? We should drive down to the liquor store and get a case of lima and just get fucked up only on that. It's like I, it's like I would of, drink one and be like, uh, no, it's, we no, we fucked that we, shit up. Yeah, we fucked up the whole case. But here's the fucked up thing: is that you're only drunk for about three minutes, <laughs> and then you feel <laughs> and terrible. Then you're hungover. Then you're so you're. The, it's that fun was, for literally four minutes, and you're like, I immediately feel no, terrible. That, that might have like that and like like a uh, time that I actually with with you, Dave, when we had Korean barbecue with like a big group of people uh, and the owner of the Wallace. Yeah. The neck that would maybe it was the worst hangover I've ever had in my life. Yeah. Because it was soju. Well, I mean, I mean, just yeah, because it was soju, it was the dirty, Shum, dirty rice, and, and yeah, and then we went to the Normandy so Club and good. decided, and then we went to the Normandy Club and we proceeded to have like like Negronis, Negronis and, and old yeah, fashioned the Manhattans yeah. and shit. Oh uh, yeah, okay. we we did it up that night. That was a that I think was I, that your birthday or no? It wasn't my birthday. I forget what it was for, but then I remember I ended up like like hitting you in the face. Like someone was just like, oh yeah, he was, was like, some... did you know that you like slapped Dave like pretty hard in the face? What? And I was like. I was like, no, I don't remember that. And I was like, no, like that happened. And I texted Dave the day after, and I was just like, hey man, I just want to let you know, I'm like really sorry if I hit you in the face. He's like, it's. Just- Do you remember it? I remember it. Yeah. Why did he hit you? Why did he slap you? I think he was just kind of feeling saucy. Oh no, yeah. saucy Joel. It's hard to hard to handle. Yeah. I'm just slapping everybody. Yeah, I feel like you're a little saucy right now. I'm slap yeah. happy. Uh-oh. You watch your fucking yeah. tone, Carl. I, I might yeah. slap you in the fucking <laughs> face. I think um, I said something kind of fresh to uh, him. Okay, you got fresh. <laughs> oh, you got fresh with me, bro. You got fresh. He's just yeah. like, I'd really like to stick my dick yeah. in your ear and I'd be like, that's fresh. And I slapped you in the face. You know, I've, if if we're going to make this uh, a, a regular occurrence to be drinking on the podcast, I, we need to lay down some ground rules. No slapping Carl. <laughs> that's the one, that's that actually the one. Want? That's actually the one rule. That's anything else goes. But as long as you don't slap me, I think we'll be good. What if good, what so if nut taps or yeah. no nut taps? No and no physical contact with Carl. All right. Well, I feel party. like if if I'm ever on here again and we uh, and we drink, we should uh, we should go to Applebee's and also bring some baby wipes. <laughs> <laughs> That's that is definitely a wipe bringing situation. I feel yeah. like you just Applebee's. need Apple, like you need wipes at Applebee's for just like your hands and your face and like the seats probably and yeah. like the table. So this one time, uh, it was like two and a half, actually like three or three or so years ago. TJ Friday started doing their like unlimited appetizer thing. I remember that. And Ryan and I, like my Ryan, my old sous chef who moved to New York, the guy we went to a bachelor party for, 
were like, we got to fucking do this. It's like endless everything. Such a big mistake. Dude, we, and so we went there and we were just like drinking like Stella and ordering. It was $10 per appetizer, but they would bring you as much as you fucking wanted. And we just kept getting plate after plate after plate and getting fucking more drunk and more drunk. You must have felt drunk. so bad. The oh, next day. I felt it was. What did you guys that, eat? That's the a white bringing situation. Yeah. Was it yeah. like. Loaded tots. Oh, it was like, like loaded tots, potato skins, fucking buffalo, like buffalo mozzarella bon- sticks, buffalo wings, which good, I fucking like, despise. Is it good? Like I've never been to TJ Friends. Wait, are you fucking kidding me? It's bad. No, it's not good. It's bad. No, it's yes, of course it's. But bad. like actively bad, or like in the moment, are you like I'm glad I'm eating this, or are you like this is a huge? Mistake? When I was like, when I was like 19, I would have been like, dude, this is fucking cuisine, bro. This is out cuisine. Yeah, but when you're 19, you're, yeah. Yeah, no, my palate was garbage. When I was 19, I ate Subway five times a week. Yeah, I mean, I was probably about 29 and I was still eating Subway I'm five s- times a week. I'm just week. shocked that I never got gout in college. From I don't Subway? Think, I don't think in, I your uric say. acid level can't go up from eating Subway. Dude, I, I, have, I have two friends who have gout now and I'm like, you're like, stay away from In college, for those, four, that gout. for those four years, I don't think I ate one piece of fruit or any vegetable or salad that wasn't like in a sandwich. Like, yeah, I had like lettuce in sandwiches, but like probably didn't have a salad. Probably never ate a piece of fruit. That's four years. I could have got gout. Yeah. I could have fucked around and got gout. Yeah. I think you have to eat like really rich food though to get gout. You have to like, right. you can't be like fucking around with like margarine and stuff. You gotta like, you gotta, I wasn't fucking no, around with margarine. Yeah, yeah, I think I was using gotta margarine like, in college. You, you, you gotta, gotta be like, unpasteurized cheese from yeah, France. Dude, you, yeah, you gotta be like, yeah, you gotta be eating like Tellagio sandwiches <laughs> with like foie gras. Covered in olive oil. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's, it used to be called the rich man's disease because yeah. of that exact reason super rich food and yeah. like lots of booze. Because if you're a rich dude back in the 1800s or whatever, you're yeah. just like, House and flawed. If you didn't brandy. have gout as a rich man in the 1800s, yeah, you you ha- were you yeah. actually rich? Yeah, but just- the crazy thing is, I literally never heard about it in like a non-historical context until recently. And my friends were like, "He was like, I have gout." I was like, "What? I didn't That's know." That's what that happens like when you go eat too many Jewish delis, man. That's a fucking problem. Yeah. Is it just Jewish deli specifically? I mean, no, yeah. I mean you could get it from eating like you can get it from anything. But yeah, like- what about like four dozen oysters Rockefeller daily? <laughs> that sounds awesome. <laughs> Yeah, I, can I have like, matzo ball soup with extra schmaltz and some fucking oysters, please? I love the idea of Rockefeller. Like, like a gilded age billionaire in like the in like the 1870s. <laughs> like, what, what would it be for breakfast, sir? Four dozen oyster Rockefellers. Wash down with a pint of brandy. <laughs> can I have your finest Bordeaux, please? Yeah, just inject it into my veins. Those dudes were, there were dudes living like that. I would love to highfalute like that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. How come yeah. we don't do that? I don't know. What are Wait, we missing? We are. Look, look, look at today. We did lunch at lunch at a fucking skyscraper. A great, yeah, that's true. Yeah, you guys, you guys are titans of industry. Titans of goddamn. We actually were talking business the entire time. We had a business we, lunch. We had, we had a very were business like a focused blue, lunch. You were on like a Bluetooth. Right. I was like, I, I did no, this I, to oh, Joel. Oh, I held up a finger while I finished a business call no, 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 for wasn't most to me. of the meal. It wasn't to me. It was to the waiter. Right, exactly. The waiter came up and was like, hi, gentlemen. And you're like, hold oh, on right. one second. I'm, sell. Sell. God I'm damn it. I told yell- you Bitcoin was going to take <laughs> a fucking dive today. Yelling about <laughs> stocks and bonds loudly into a cell phone. Isn't that like the most obnoxious thing you've ever seen? People talking so loud that you that they, like you know they want to be heard. Yeah. By if anybody. I, if I walk into a public place, oh, and can I, I tell- would never be on the phone. Like people, someone who just like walks into a coffee shop talking at full volume on the phone. That just person. Leave. That, leave should, that person should be under arrest. Uh, yeah. So we can do. So like, we got to. Uh, we have a new segment. 
<clears throat> it's called Story Time with Dave. Story Time with Dave. Damn, we harmonized good on that. really harmonized God, on that. Damn, that fantastic. Fantastic. Fifth harmony, Screamo. second harmony over here, motherfucker. should band. Like, start a Beach Boys cover band. <laughs> Baby on board. I just watched that episode. so good. All right, Baby story time with Dave. Baby on board, something, something. something. Burt Ward. So, the, so the, the, the talking too loud on the phone, just it like it brought me back immediately to this moment. Uh, my best friend growing up, this kid, Tony Compton. Uh, shout out to the greatest name ever. Shout out to Yeah, yeah. Compton ass Tony, as we used to call him. Um, He worked at Wendy's, and his uh, his boss was this guy Marcus, and uh, Marcus Compton. Yeah, and one day he uh, one day he went into work, and Marcus was shouting uh, in his office on the phone, and Tony kind of like peered around the corner, and Marcus was saying. I want you to clean out your ass. I want you to take a shower, clean all the shit out your ass, because I'm going to fuck you in the ass tonight. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. That, and, I mean, in terms And then of, he said, bye, Mom. In terms of over, <laughs> overheard phone conversations, I don't That was the last could. time I ever worked for Tony Compton again. <laughs> Did you... Did you get any context or clarification? When like, he came back out, we like, were like, hey, Tone, what the uh, fuck, man? Tone, real quick, uh, what was that all about with the... Uh, well, this is, Mar- this is Marcus, cleaning. his general manager at Wendy's in, uh, in Marietta, Georgia. <laughs> um, yeah, this guy was pretty ahead of his time. I don't think... Anal wasn't really like in vogue right. in the late 90s. Right. He was this like, is like 98. That's what the song in vogue was well, about. Well, yeah, yeah, he was like preparing his girlfriend. He's like, when I get home... I'm going to eat that ass. What if he just had a really bad experience the time before? Well, yeah, he exactly. Came, he came home and he was like feeling it and she was ready for it. And then, you know what? It just, she didn't use the baby wipes. And he's like, yeah, you got dingleberries, that, girl. See, there you go. Right. Another reason baby girl, wipes I want you great. to go to the store. I want, I want you, to, you get to get some fucking baby wipes. I want you to get some Huggies flushables. Toilet paper is not going to cut you gotta it res- tonight. You got to respect a man that knows exactly what he wants. Yes, you sure do. That's yeah. why I respect you so much, Dave. <laughs> plus, 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 you have to like, you have to get her like physically ready and mentally prepared for what's well, it happening. It could be a male as well. You, you don't be, discriminate. Well. We're all yeah. the same from behind, my do friends. Th- yeah. Do you think? Do you think you start dilating when you get talked at like that? <laughs> you're I like, mean, you're like, I'm at three centimeters. It's time to I go. Feel, I feel like you get talked like that. You're like, I better clean my ass pretty fucking good because <laughs> someone's gonna be checking. Because he's a GM at fucking Wendy's. <laughs> You know how those Wendy's guys do. No more spicy they chicken lo- sandwiches for they me. They love a clean wait, wait, asshole. Wait. This was Tony Compton or Tony? This was Tony Compton's this boss. Is his boss, Marcus. So, okay, okay. I thought this was Tony. Yeah, I, yeah. this is, that seems a little below what Tony Compton would do to his lover. Right. Yeah. yeah. He seems more gentle. He's God. a very gentle lover. You would have thought lover. that the podcast where we drink a bottle of Moscow would immediately devolve into talking about eating ass. Not, <laughs> but certainly not me. I never would have guessed it. Listen, I never said the words eating. So that's true. I feel yeah, like this it, is kind it, of it might not have been. It might. Have I, just been. I only talk about eating ass for historical accuracy. <laughs> <laughs> it might have just been straight anal. We don't know. Let's not like project onto this guy what he was going to do to somebody. It could. It could well, have been a lot if, of what stuff. What if he just wanted to know? What if he wasn't going to do anything? I mean, I guess he did say he was going to fuck. Or her. what if? He yeah, was, he did. Yeah, I, never mind. That. He, he said. He said fuck. He said I'm going to fuck you in the ass tonight. Okay. Okay. Tonight. Well, uh, that's pretty. That's pretty clear. I don't, yeah. You know what really sucked for her? Some if she got ready and then he came home on like a huge Wendy's high yeah. as being the boss and then just fell asleep. Like just ate too much Wendy's chili just, on his wait. break. <laughs> had a chili, had, and a, he's like, had a baked potato. And he's like, I'm not feeling really sexy anymore, honey. Yeah. 
You know, I used to eat so much Wendy's chili, and now I've I, never had it. You know, it's it's not bad, but like you know, what's I like, feel oh, like they just put the crumbs of everything into it. Oh, they you know how those burgers are square? There's got to be trim from something. Well, I think they just come like that. I don't know. I've yeah. never worked at I worked at a McDonald's. I never worked at a Wendy's. I was like, always it's like, like a squiggle squiggle patty. <laughs> squiggle? What do you mean? It's like a square bagel. <laughs> square bagel? Wait, there's square bagels? Yeah. Where? Where? I don't know. There was like a there was a David Cross special about squiggles at some point. Mm. I feel like David Cross maybe lied about. Well, that. we're gonna have to have Dave on the pod talk about squiggles. <laughs> Dave, if you're out there, I know you are. Come on the pod. I used to actually eat Wendy's chili on a pretty regular basis because in high school, the one place we went to all the time was Wendy's. So it's I all was about like, the spicy chicken. Sandwich. I was like a big. The I was a big Wendy's head, and I still think. The spicy chicken sandwich. Fucking listening to spice, spicy chicken sandwich in paradise. One of the best fast food sandwiches you can get. The spicy it's, chicken. Spicy sandwich. chicken sandwich is is a great sandwich in general. Like anywhere you go, it's very popular now. Yeah, but, but like, Wendy's was the one that made it popular. I'm Wendy's saying. was the first. I'm saying that's the first place I ever saw that had a spicy fucking chicken sandwich. That's a good fucking sandwich. Do you I, think, I haven't had it in years. Do you think that they they went for the spicy route because they had a redhead as the uh, <laughs> as the as and they were kind like, of people are going to expect, and they're going ex- to bring some heat. We got a fiery ass adolescent I don't, as our. I don't think at all that's <clears> the case. <throat> Wendy's to me is like of all the fast food chains, the most wholesome fast food chain. Like like Dave Thomas, the founder, right. and you know that like in the Wendy's, he was logo, like a really the, good guy. The, the, the collar spells out mom. Oh, does it? Yeah, it says mom because it's supposed to like harken like motherly, like old kind of like like comfort. Well, he was you. like a big like adoption advocate because he was adopted, yeah. and yeah. then I guess so Wendy was his daughter that like he adopted. Little orphan Annie. Kind yeah, of vibes. yeah. So he, so was, he like, was like Daddy Warbucks with hair. <laughs> he gave like a lot of money to charity. Less, and, and less like Holocausty ass shit around it going on. Ooh. Less Nazis. Yeah. Oh yikes! I mean, by all reports, <laughs> Dave Thomas was a stand-up guy. By the way, if you get to say if you get, if you make Dave Fernie say yikes about something, you win. <laughs> I don't know what you win. You just win something. I mean, better than slapping him. I'm going to slap you by the end of this episode. I'm, I'm going to slap the shit out of your fucking face, don't man. Don't do it. I might. No. I'm, I'm wearing headphones. You're, you're telling me not to push the, push the red button, bro. Like, what else am I going to do? I mean... I'm pushing the fucking right. button. If I give you cause... I'm going to slap that fucking beard off your face. If I give you cause to slap me, but I slapping come out of nowhere. Right. We're, we're in week four of the beard. Yeah, beard we're, watch. We're, we're, beard beard, watch. we're in beard watch. Beard bum, watch. Bum, 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 Folks, bum, my beard bum, has progressed bum, to a point. Bum, bum, this is the longest bum, it's bum, ever bum, been. Bum, 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 and, uh, it's looking pretty full. You know, I'm, I feel rugged as fuck. No, you look like you could definitely change your tire. You look... Yo, I can change your tire. Can you? I can That's sh- a lost art, by the way. I can't... The, the, the manly things that I can't do, I can't play poker. Yeah, you can. You tried so hard and you just failed. And I can't drive a stick. I can't drive a stick. But beyond that, I'm chopping wood. I'm shooting guns. Yeah. I'm 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 like changing a tire. I'm not wiping my ass with any kind of wet wipe. I'm, you look I'm a little less like TP. a cop now. And yeah, little, you, you you were really hearkening some kind of a copy yeah, them, ass just vibes the, just earlier, the mustache was like okay. It was like so, it's like if I got rear-ended by, by you, I would be like, oh fuck, I'm going to jail. Let me tell <laughs> right, let me tell this story. So the one time I hired like a cleaning lady, like I went through like a cleaning service. It was like fifty bucks. They come in like cleaning room because I was the just topless like, ones that I see up no, on the just like a stuff? regular one. You don't That's, have to lie to no. our listeners. No, and it was a guy. It topless was like it was like a exist. young black dude, and I had my. I have like a air, like a BB gun that's like a replica of like a forty five. Yeah, it looks very. And, very like, I very, have like very a leather similar. holster, and it's like you know, it looks like a real gun. So that was like on my nightstand table, and he was like cleaning, 
And then, like, later, when I was paying him, he's like, hey, are you a cop? <laughs> and I was like, I was like, I, I didn't connect it to the gun. I was just like. Because you have to tell me if you I are. Was like, I was like, do I look like a cop? I was like, so, I was just were like. You, were you, like, taken aback? I had the mustache at the time, and I was just like. Oh my god, do I look like a cop? Like I have to change my whole lifestyle. Like I gotta shave this mustache. I gotta like and then and then he was like, oh, I saw your gun. I was like, Oh yeah, 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 that makes sense. And he's like, oh, yeah, 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 I am a cop. Is this free? <laughs> but I I was like so offended and I was like so like, do I look like a cop? Oh shit, I gotta make some life changes. Yeah, there was a time at that bachelor party where you were wearing a pair of Oakley blades. You're no, Oakley, no, you're Oakley, 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 Oakley blades. blades. Which by the way, Aren't your only fucking pair? I have two pairs of Oakley. You have Blades. two pairs of Oakleys. I mean, listen, I was a big fan of yeah. Jose Canseco and yes. Ricky Henderson. Both of them big proponents Rock, of the blades. Rocking the blades. Dave bro. is Dave but, is leading a very extreme lifestyle, and he needs eyewear that's the, concomitant it, to his extreme lifestyle. But it's, but it's lifestyle. not only that. You, you you can imagine like the Oakley blades on like on anybody, right? But it's the fact that he has a tie dye like band that he can hang the glasses off of. I mean, around his neck. He's got tie dye like croquis. A super hip Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like you're just fucking doing it. Mm-hmm. I, you know, there, my a lot of my formative years are in the '90s, and I, I, I respect a lot of those fashion choices. Yeah. Blue blockers, M frames. My first, my first pair of glasses that I that I got was the Oakley M frames, the blades. I've, ne- I've never had a pair of Oakleys in my entire dude. What, where were you during the '90s? What were you even doing? I was playing ping pong and and music and stuff, and like just like hanging out and like like doing my own thing, bro. Okay, I, be- I bet you don't even know how to rollerblade, bro. I don't. I skateboarded. <laughs> I was a skater, bro. I didn't like you fruit booters. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, now it's a lot cooler. It's back, baby. It's back. <laughs> Rollerblading Roller is blading back. Rollerblading is now when back you can, with you a, a UFO grind a three-stair, bro, or whatever. What is UFO grind? I, I just made it up. Just I don't know. I'm sure it actually does exist. Fuck I don't know. Yeah. S- space jam grind, man. Yeah. All right. Well, getting back to the 90s. You're, work, you're working at $3 Cafe. You're barbacking. Tell us about the... What's the what was the journey? The ascension of the bar world. Because we've talked a lot about chef's journeys and, you know, climbing cook, the ladder. And, and it's, stuff. you know, it's a tough world. And Is it harder for a, bar, a bartender to go make that jump from, like, prep to bar back to bartender to, like, nighttime bartender to, like, bar manager? Like, you're running shit. Like, you yeah. have influence. I have your, I have your business card right here. It's very it's thick. thick. It's, it's like very thick. It's like three times the thickness of the, my You're card. the director of operations, bro. That's, that's bone. It's bone. It's bone. You see that? Bone. See that? Cerulean on bone. Cerulean. By the way, if you uh, understand that reference, yeah. please email us <laughs> and just let us know that you get it. We'll send you something. Try getting a reservation at Dorcia <laughs> now, you <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> Stupid fucking I used bastard. to think Dorcia was a real restaurant. It probably it, was. It is. It's called, it's called Bestia now. <laughs> <laughs> Try getting a reservation at Bestia, Bestia now, now, you, you fucking motherfucker. motherfucker. Uh, no, seriously. It's like you say that to people. They're yeah. Like, oh, I'm going to get a reservation at Best Jam. I'm like, no, you're not. No, you're not. All right, Marcus Halverstram. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, so going from barten- bar backing to bartending, um, I had a, a relatively easy time of it. I think, I mean, I think uh, certainly white privilege was a big part of that for me. So you admit it exists. I admit it exists. <laughs> and you I heard admit- it here, folks. White privilege is real. It's Wait, alive and it's going. Were you one of the only white people working at this establishment no but i think i i was i was white male well, it was Atlanta, so i was white filipino male 
young and I used to be good looking ish. <laughs> so I don't sell yourself short. Yeah. Uh, so no, I think you're, all you're those a, things were working. All Hollywood those things were working in my favor. And, uh, and yeah, I, I just got a bunch of battlefield commissions where it was just like, Hey, uh, the bartender's mom is sick and he has to go home. Who can bartend? Funny. And I was like, Love the term battlefield commissions. <laughs> you're like, that, I, that, it is what it's like, though. It's like yeah. if someone doesn't show up, and then you're like, that's eh, you now. Yeah. So that's kind of how. In, coach. That's exactly how all of my. Yeah. Nobody was ever consciously like, uh, yeah, Dave's the right guy for the job. It was just like. <laughs> <laughs> is that was, how you got hired with two and three? They're like, Dave's not the right guy for the job, but literally, there's nobody it, else. Yeah, I think there was there's uh, some sort of a drought in talent. And they just kind of were like, "Hey, pick this guy." No, I mean, I, you know, I think you kind of you kind of fuck your way up to the top, failing you know? upwards. Yeah, failing forwards or it's upwards. True though, you, I mean, I'm, I'm sure you made plenty of mistakes as a fucking bartender. Oh, I made tons and tons. My first night behind the bar was the most embarrassing night of my life. This is before at three dollar uh, cafe. No, no, no. My, my first night behind the actual actual bar so this bartending. Is after you moved to LA. So I moved to New York at that point, and I was uh, I was working at a place called the River Cafe. And it was just like uh, I'll have a Cosmo and a Rob Roy and a uh, and, and you a know. blended daiquiri. So or is, no, somebody is asked this for early two thousands. Yeah, so somebody asked for a Rob Roy and I gave him a, Ro- a Roy Rogers. <laughs> that, that's that's no. Wait, what's right? a Roy Rogers? Uh, so a Rob Roy is like a Scotch it's Manhattan. A Scotch Manhattan. Yeah. Right. and a Roy Rogers is uh, grenadine and, and Spr- Coca Cola. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh right. Yeah. So it's the Shirley Temple, but with Coke. Yeah, it's like the, the Shirley. Roy it's, a, it's a man's not <laughs> it's, like drink. it's the dark sipping man's. Uh, and they were like, "What the Shirley Temple?" <laughs> he he drank it. He's like, "Can I have some actual shit, yeah. please?" Oh, uh, yeah. You and fucking good-looking asshole. And a, yeah, Cosmopolitan, I had to consult a bar book. There was no Google at that time right. on your smartphone. Right. So it was, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was certainly, it put me in a headspace where I, I was frightened as shit of failure. And so I, I went home and I started learning as quickly as possible. And I think that kind of set me up to start. So you were actively, moving. like, trying to figure out, like, how to be a better bartender. Yeah, I wasn't just like resting on my laurels, so to speak. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he pointed to his face, guys. Yeah. Conceded. Um, yeah. Uh, no, but yeah, then th- that kind of happened. And then moving to uh, L.A., it, it, that was a real kind of uh, leapfrog. What was your forward. first L.A. gig? Uh, it was actually at, um, uh, at Church and State. Uh, oh, nice. Walter okay. Mansky was was uh, the chef at the time. Churches, it was a big deal when it first opened. It was a big deal. Yeah, it and, was um, uh, kind of doing a French, like a uh, higher end French bistro, bistro yeah. thing that no one, no one, I mean, no one else was really doing that. Especially not downtown. I mean, no, it was just a big opening. Emulated at this big point. opening for the Arts District. It was when the Arts District was really first heating up. It was there before, wasn't a lot it was of before the Arts District was really. Yeah, heating but up. it was like at that cusp when it was like. It like made the arts district like what it was, where it's like, oh, there's this big time but restaurant. It, but it was like, like that was the only that was really like that was the, the only, only game in yeah. town. At, at yeah. The, yeah. Like yeah. When I when I first long heard before Bestia, State, long yeah, long before Bestia. It was it was Kumsa Rivera and and uh, Church and State were like the three the hot restaurants. Yeah. Those were in such different yeah. areas. Yeah, yeah. Kumsa was on Melrose. Yeah, what was it? Uh, Rivera. Oh, oh, we're broken Spanish yeah, now. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like just like downtown proper. South Park. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then, South Park was kind of not a cool area. Right. It, it, it's, I mean, completely it's, undeveloped. At everything's that point. gotten better in the last like three or four oh, years. Yeah, but like great. back then, what was like a decade ago? Oh yeah, there was nothing there. Nothing. It was a fucking ghost town. Yeah. So Church and State was my first gig here. I actually worked at uh, Lamille Coffee for like two days while I was waiting for availability. The one in Silver Lake. Yeah, the one in Silver Lake. And uh, Jamie Kennedy 
was there like every day that I was there. Oh, JK. JK loves yeah, a LaMille. You know. Big LaMille head from way back. Well, yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I mean, I don't know much about Jamie Kennedy except for that. that movie, Malibu's Most Wanted. That's oh, what I know. Sure, sure Chap- traffic. Yeah. Traffic. Look he, up on my chapstick. He also, he also had an experiment. I just don't think it was a fucking scientific kind. Yeah, it was not. There was no science. It wasn't like Bill Nye the Science yeah. Guy. Uh, no, but my favorite Jamie Kennedy role, 100% the redneck in the Spike Jones movie Three Kings. Dude, Three Kings is so good. <laughs> I love Three Kings. That's a David Russell movie too. It's a David O. Russell film, yeah. and I I feel like it's it's kind of slept on. Yeah, it's for how it's good very it is. slept on. Three Kings is a fun fucking movie. It is a fun, a, del- movie. a delightful romp. It's like a heist. It's a war movie. It's kind of a comedy. It's great. It's great. Marky Mark Wahlberg is in it. Fuck yeah, Marky Mark Wahlberg. I don't think he I likes being he's called. Doing all right. <laughs> I think he's doing fine, yeah. man. Are you sure? I think yeah. I heard, I think his rap career took off, and I think he's fine. Yeah. Is he still modeling those uh, Calvin Kleins? Oh, dude, he looks great in those. I'm sure he does. He really does. <laughs> still, uh, you know. I feel those good vibrations in my Calvins. <laughs> still facing zero consequences for the man he beat into blindness. I know, right? <laughs> wow, really? Yeah, Why he that? went to jail for it. Yeah. Oh, sorry. It was like drink time. Yeah, that's... Yeah. That's like part of doing a drinking podcast. There's going to be There's long gonna be pauses. There's going to be like a time where everyone's going to take a drink at the same fucking a time. Delicious mezcal. We're almost done with this bottle too. We we started with an unopened bottle. Yeah, we really bottle. we really went for broke. We really on went that. for broke. We're, we have broke, maybe folks. a we're doing it for you. We're it. doing it for you, folks. We no, didn't, this we didn't want to drink all this delicious artisanal mezcal. No, we're doing it for you. This is the the yelling about pate experiment. Mm-hmm. We're dr- we're venturing into un unforged territory right now. <laughs> I mean, and in terms of podcasts, I feel like there's not a lot of podcasts that are down in a bottle of mezcal during recording. This is I'm like, just saying. I'm just saying. Am I saying we're better than every other podcast? Yes. Not explicitly. Not explicitly oh. saying that. No. Uh, of course not. Am I putting out a challenge to all other podcasts to drink a bottle of mezcal and see how good they can record an episode? Maybe I am. Yeah. Hey, maybe my I, favorite exactly. murder. You guys make tons of money. Maybe Why not try getting fucked up before you do it? There you go. You're on notice. All other podcasts. There's actually podcasts that are like drinking. Pace. I'm sure there are yeah. ones where it's like, hey, today we're drinking this and we're getting fucked up. And on now the, we are also that. The, <laughs> the gauntlet has been thrown. And now we've made the jump to we will be drinking every podcast. Yes. Dude, what's uh, like the worst thing someone can order at a bar? What like drives you fucking nuts? I mean, I, uh, like, I think at the end of the well, day. Well, you're not behind the bar that much. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm still behind the bar some. Uh, you know, I, I want our staff to make money, so I hate taking like nice shifts away from our staff. Do you staff. miss. The action of being behind the bar because now you're the director of ops. You got a lot of shit on your plate, a lot of responsibilities. Were you ever just like, ah, I kind of wish I was just a bartender? Oh, it's it was great showing up at like six thirty p.m. and then like <laughs> and working till you know, three in the morning. Yeah, and, then- and just and like not having to be there at eight in the morning, you right, know, right. and then staying till three in the morning. Uh, you told me like last time I think we had lunch or whatever. You're just like, oh yeah, today I fucking installed a new toilet because the old one was fucked up. And yeah. I was like, that sounds terrible. I don't want to do that job. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm like a superintendent slash, like, you know, uh, you know, it's, it's 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 like, there's certainly things that I miss about just being a bartender, but at the same time, I, I love I love what I do. Um, but to answer the in- initial question about the, uh, the, the what drives me crazy, um, I mean, I, th- I think, like, the, one of the things that, that is that can easily drive a lot of people crazy is like 
just make me whatever you want. Like when you're really busy, bartender's right. choice kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's like, like I don't like, know I what like, the fuck I like you want. Te- I like tequila. Make me a tequila drink. You're like, yeah, that really. You really don't give me a lot to work with. That is actually narrowing yeah. it down. Is it really? Yeah, no. I, think a lot, like I was gonna say like, a lot like of people. Or I like this. A lot of people like won't even say a spirit. Just oh, like, uh, whatever's good. Whatever you want. It's like. No, I'm. Like, n- but know. really, at the end of the day, like I'm happy to make anybody anything they want. I mean, like that's something that we try to pride that's, ourselves well, yeah, on. Yeah, that's Honeycut. hospitality. I, I also I can say like I I think that I believe that now, but I also know that when I met you, that was not true. Oh, when I was working at Porvu, I was a f- I was a bitch. I remember I remember you. <laughs> I remember this distinctively. This time, this guy and this girl come up. And you're like busy and I was just sitting there talking to you. You're making me drinks and like you didn't care that I fucking moved to the back. And this guy was just like, uh, can I can I can I have a this drink? And you're just like, which which one? He was pointing to one. He's like, he's like, this one. You're like, you want this one? He's like, no, 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 no this other one. You're like, why don't you figure out what you fucking want? And then you let me know. I wasn't always as mature and cool as I am now. And <laughs> I feel bad. I feel bad for all the people. He's here to make amends, folks. Listen, if you it, ever came to Porvu and you were wronged by <laughs> and you were by, yeah, by a tall just man, call Jacob Imrani. He's gonna <laughs> sort you out. <laughs> what what was the deal? Porvu was like it was like a burlesque bar. Call it, Jacob Imrani. Call Jacob. Yeah. That's his. That's his actual. Yeah, I'm actually I'm actually on the take from I'm Jacob. Actually, I am actually Jacob. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what. Yeah, you're, what I you're didn't have a. About. You don't listen to enough AM radio, bro. Yeah. <laughs> That's your problem, man. Wait, is that a Your Jacob and Ronnie is like a guy that like is like, he's like a lawyer. He's like one of you someone you would oh, see on the fucking yeah. If you listen to NPR, it's like Jacob and Ronnie and then the next commercial is always this guy time. and he's like and he's like if your house could be covered in nachos and we could still put the windows in. <laughs> I, re- I know I know what? that commercial. I it's literally like, like, have no idea what you're talking we're, about. We're, in, we're, inst- we're installing like we're installing new windows, and your house could be made of nachos, and we still wouldn't break anything. Wait, nachos? No, I think he says potato chips. Oh, potato chips. Potato yeah, chips. Potato chips. And it, but it's like supposed we to. We're the only window installer well, in Southern California that make every window to the specification of the hole we I put in the house. I literally listen to NPR all the time, and I've never heard anything like that. I don't think you're listening to the red NPR. I mean, I listen to KCRW, so it's NPR yeah. and... Yeah, you got to listen to AM NPR. No, okay. I, see, I just listen to sports talk radio, and it's like fucking rampant yeah. on that shit. Oh, yeah. It's Jacob Imrani and And also and ways to get, Dude, to get guys to extend their need. sexual prowess. That's what we need. We need to do an AM radio spot to increase our listenership. Be like, yeah. oh, you're still fucking listening to the radio, bro? Why don't you try getting on the goddamn podcast train? See, that it's would not 20, convince me to stop listening to AM It's 2017... <laughs> Get some fu- get on iTunes and get some goddamn your podcast radio in could your be ears. made of potato <laughs> chips and we could still come through it. Cause this is a podcast. Pod short for potato. I, I, I want to know what what accent that is. Yeah. Like you're like nine yeah, is different it Austrian. Things in what what is that? It's like Icelandic, Austrian, French, we are German. Liking, we are very much like, liking your potato you're like, chip. You're like from Belgium as well. Like, yeah, that's that's just that's it's actually uh, Jean Claude Van Damme's retarded uncle. <laughs> You are telling me that your house is made from the potato chips, and I am telling you that we can still install the windows. See, no, you're just angry German. 
I know. I always, I always kind of slip back. See, this yeah. is why you don't get money acting. You jobs. have a real. You have a real. You're not. You're not good at doing at doing angry voices. Carl's got a real Aryan vibe right now. Well, I, I, you know, I've yeah, I've, white shirt. What are you I'm, trying to tell us, bro? I'm, I'm of German heritage, and when I when I get going, I'll just I'll slip right back. This explains your love of worse. We are having a very good time. We are drinking some mezcal. We are having yeah. a good. Too bad we, it's we do, not so awesome. It's a wrestling, you know. It's <laughs> a funny accent. I actually really like it. We do this podcast in black and white, so. We are saying that we are. Oh yeah, no, keep pouring it. It's that's fine. There we go. And I actually, we're almost done with this bottle. This, I'm, I'm no. <laughs> the was... grand, the grand experiment, folks. We're doing well, it for you. We're doing it for you. And Wait, I just, on. do you hear this? I just that is an empty, an empty bottle. bottle. I just poured of all of that mezcal. That's oh, an empty bottle. You know that this is only, like you say you pour all of this mezcal. This is maybe three ounces though. Oh yeah, yeah that's, that's a not, lot. That's not that's not that's not that much. All right. Cheers. Cheers. See, see what we do for mm-hmm. you. We do it all for you. Folks. We do it so you don't have to. I yeah, I think it's interesting though. I I would before we go, I I would like to hear you elaborate more on moving from. Specifically working behind the bar to like assuming more responsibility because like, you know, we've talked to a lot of chefs about, you know, moving from working the line, like right. being a suit, then, you know, to expand to their own restaurant and what that entails. Is it and- just like the time like, is like the commitment to the bar that's like significantly different? Like as a as a prep guy, you just have to do the things that facilitate the, the bartenders as a bartender. You just have to show up at a certain time and produce during service. But as a director, like not just as a, because you're not a bar manager. You've been a bar manager before. Yeah. And director of operations for multiple bars, for three bars. Yeah. That the are independent. The scope are, is a lot bigger. But, but the thing about what what you're doing specifically is that each bar is so different. Like Very ha- different. Honeycut is, it's a scene, you know, it's a, it mm. has a light up floor and, and goofy shit on the walls. For and, our non Los Angeles listeners, Honeycut is kind of, I'd say it's like a cocktail bar club. It's, it's a co- two different it's a cocktail bar that, that, that straddles the line of nightclub with yeah. a, with a cool ass colored dance floor, fun but very well made drinks. Uh, you know, it's like it's it's taking the cocktail concept and, and making it like approachable and fun, but also with like. But it's still, but it also but like, well made. But it's still like you have a fucking bouncer outside and it gets fucking packed and it gets obnoxious. I'm assuming. Uh, yeah, I mean, pe- but people- but Normandy Club doesn't do that. You don't get like you have a bouncer outside, but it's not obnoxious inside. You're not like fucking like, it's not like blaring music and like you can't. Hear people. Right. You know? You're you're in the unique position of being in charge of two establishments that are very different with different needs and yeah. There's a there's a diametrical opposition in the the ideas behind some of the places that we run and um and yeah. I mean, I think the biggest thing from like going from just being a bartender or just being a bar manager because um, you know as a bar manager like most of the massive uh, kind of uh, 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 responsibilities that you entail are, are, are mostly related to just like, Oh yeah, you got to make a new uh, quarterly cocktail menu. Right. right. And like, make sure that we're not just like, or you're like inventory and like money. Yeah, yeah, whatever. yeah. Yeah. You have um, to keep it at cost and all that. Yeah. Other. Keep the cost. Like, like you're like, focusing more on a business aspect. Yeah. And now I'm like, I'm paying attention to like, uh, I'm paying attention to the money we spend everywhere. You know, like I'm, I've got a much more kind of like overarching, um, position and you know like at this point it's it's i'm not just like worried about putting out cocktail menus i'm like the the 
the women's restroom right, exactly. is out of you're, sorts. You're out there fucking installing toilets. Yeah, I put in a to- I put in a new toilet. Like the other day, I uh, the other day I installed a panic bar on the front door at Normandy Club because we had an MS13 gang member try to break into the place. Did Wait, what's someone a get panic stabbed bar? outside of that place? Someone got beat up, but oh, yeah, beat somebody, up outside of Normandy. Yeah, someone got beat up. Someone from the hotel got beat up uh, nearby. Uh, the LAPD's like done a, a real like a bang up job of like of like cleaning shit up in that neighborhood. Up. But yeah, it was it was it was a little dicey for like two weeks there. Damn, that sucks. Wait, that's crazy. Wait, was it like a mugging? Yeah, it was like I I think it was like a got jump, jumping they, into the gang. Didn't they try? Like it's like uh, the story is like they wait, like, wait, we're trying jumping to get into the, the gang the, is like a guy who's joining the gang. Yeah, well, yeah. So they were somebody that was joining the gang had to beat somebody. Yeah, up. somebody oh, had to jump. Oh, some, oh, oh, they oh. weren't getting jumped. That's in. not jumped in. That's yeah, different. Yeah, sorry. I watch Gangland on History Channel. All right, what's going sorry, on. man. I Colin don't know. loves that kind of shit. Jumping in is when they beat you as an initiation. No, they're saying like you had to but jump somebody. That's an initiation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You had to jump somebody to get there. Right. I, yeah, I was in a very different gang. Right. Also, <laughs> we do. I was uh, in a gang. I had to just put my. I, never mind. It's we fine. do yeah. something. I actually beat off into the. I had to prep my butt. For something with butt wipes. Yeah, we do something similar for the podcast. Uh, all yeah, all guests uh, that we have a little initiation thing that that we do. I and can I just say that you have a? Trees. I just I would just like to go on record as saying that you have a really fantastic Western grip. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Well, it looks like we're at the bottom of the bottle here, folks. <laughs> frankly, I'm proud of us. I, frankly, I'm, I mean, I knew we could do it, but. What do you mean? Do what? I'd get through the whole bottle in, in one recording session. No, I mean, I listen. That's pretty impressive. Where, where is your God now? Where is your God now, <laughs> folks? Where's your God now, baby? I mean, look, I don't know if we're going to be drinking a bottle of mezcal for every episode, but it's also like maybe maybe that's the podcast now. Drinking mezcal with Carl and Joel. You know, I mean, this is this was more fun than regular. <laughs> This is more fun than normal. This was the uh, this was none of this felt forced. No, it's so Ex- weird. Except for the the that part that felt forced. Yeah, except, except for, for the the baby wipes part. That, that was you were. Well, re- Joel and I like to practice bits beforehand, and then we really shoehorn them in. Yeah. The, the, well, no, but Joel. Let's be honest. Joel got a call from Johnson and Johnson, and hey, muted his microphone. We need, we need sponsors. sponsors. Let's we need get sponsors. fucking baby wipes. Be like, oh, you're still using just toilet paper? Po- poise pads you're and baby wipes, man. Up. Well, shit. What, what, what should we plug? What, what, what should we plug? What, what we plug into Well, that? first of all, if you live in Los Angeles or you're visiting here, you absolutely must go drink at the Normandy Club. It's probably one of my favorite bars in the city. Love it. I love I, that bar. I love the Normandy Club. Honeycut is a great place to fucking dance the night away. Or, yeah, if you're, trying, you to, to, if you're yeah. trying to get buck and like right. dance your ass off, come to Honeycut. If you want to have a nice cocktail and a nice time, if you're on like a first Tinder date, oh, Normandy Club. Normandy Club's a great Tinder date. If you want to get laid on a Tinder it's date, it's sexy in there. Whether you're it's a very sexy dimly, it's dimly lit, yeah. like leather banquets, yes. like yeah, it's nice. Yeah, like, it's, it's nice. You, it's beautiful, and they play like R and B in there. Mm-hmm. They're playing Smooth like Keith, Keith Sweat. Yeah, Smooth it's like jams. it's like yeah, dude, like oh, some shit. yeah, dude. <laughs> It's just some fucking Craig David <laughs> right after that. And then just like like a, like a harem of like older ladies just like, woo! <laughs> See, any any podcast where we can get Joel to sing is like is my favorite podcast. I, I sing the Jacob and Ronnie song. You and I harmonize the, 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 the stories time, story time with the bit. There's a lot of singing. Yeah. 
I'm I'm like this I is like, like a musical. Joel podcast. misses Joel misses the the life the singing life. I can tell. Now so Dave Dave was actually a, was a singer. I know band, you guys yeah. are just like two emo boys who made good yeah. emo boys. You with know like, that Dave has a, a DJ group called the Mo- Mojito yeah. Boys. Yeah, let's quickly touch on your your DJ career. Well, we can go a little over. Besides besides being a John Butler was the longest episode. I feel like we can beat that. That's here. true. We we have we, the time to beat. We can fucking beat besides that right being now. a capable barman and director of ops and an accomplished home cook. You are also a DJ. Uh, yeah, it's D- that DJ stepdad. Y- yeah, I, <laughs> wait. I is, that, is that your name? That was my name for a while. When okay, I was... because last episode I floated DJ Lunchwine. Okay. as my DJ name, and Joel did not like it. Well, I I that's I think, funny. I think yeah. DJ Lunchwine is great. I said I said DJ Daddy Wine. I thought well, Daddy Wine or Wine Daddy. DJ was, Wine Daddy. DJ Wine Daddy be was actually better. that actually might be better. No, yeah. but my I, I like DJ Stepdad a lot actually. Yeah, it's. Uh, I actually had a couple of people tell me that they thought it was offensive. Why? I don't know. What's wrong? A stepdad is a very well, normal right, thing. Right, right. That actually is kind of sweet if you think about it. Yeah. What, stepdad's a guy that I'm comes gonna go in out. and takes that shit by the ring. I'm going to go yeah. out on a limb and say those people had stepdads that they don't like. Yeah. Maybe. I, I would say that that's probably a possibility. Yeah. Um, I don't. I didn't understand this, the how it was possibly offensive, but people can get offended by just about anything nowadays. That's true. That's very true. Goddamn millennials. Goddamn teens with their vapes and their hoverboards and their hot jazz music. So what? Are you, so what are you going under now? Is it just Mojito Boys that you're doing? Yeah, it kind of DJs Dave Fernie or yeah, under the Mojito Boys. But I like Mojito yeah. Boys. Yeah, where's, Mojito your, where's Boys? your next DJing gig? So yeah, we play every Thursday at Honeycut. Okay. Um, and you then, and Dino. Yeah, Dino and I, and uh, so Dino is my my DJ partner, fantastic producer. Broken arm, rest in peace. Yeah, his arm. Yeah, his arm from, got from broken. From jacking Dave Fernie off too much. He actually fell while roller skating, skating, not blading. Wait, wait, yeah. was it at that thing that I saw y- yes. you posted? Yes. Wait, that th- really? Oh yeah. There was nobody there. How the fuck did he fall? Mixing booze and rollerblades is always <laughs> yeah. Be, you look yeah. like you knew what you were doing. Or too, roller right? Oh, I've been. I used to roller skate. I so I had a I had a real crush on this girl in third grade. Her name was Brianne Henderson. Uh, shout right. out! Shout out to BH. Yeah. Where, hey, wherever you are, Where you are, hit us up. Let us know that you're yeah. alive. I know you're listening. Yeah, she. she yeah, I would lived in Gladstone, Missouri, and went to Chapel Hill Elementary. And uh, yeah, so she uh, she's a real firecracker. Oh, I Get bet. back to the Wendy's. I bet she's a real Wendy. Yeah, she was a Wendy. Uh, I don't think she was adopted, but um, <laughs> she was a redhead. At any rate, she was good at roller skating, and I had to get good. You at had roller to step sk- your game. I up. had to step, you had my to step game your game up. Well, you totally. can't fucking ball with a girl if you're not balling yeah. with a girl, man. Yeah. You got to so, fucking step yeah. that shit up. So yeah, dude. Wendy the, was gonna see through some bullshit the, moves. The hokey pokey. I was fucking that right. shit up. You were fire oh, on that dude. shit. You put yeah. your left foot in. You put was your right foot in. This before after the Macarena. Were you doing like rollerblading? This is pre Macarena. No, this is way pre Macarena. Pre Macarena. Yeah, yeah. This is third grade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is so third grade. I would, it would have, that would have been 90, 93, 94. Oh, okay. They were like, they, they, like, like, Notorious was just getting on the scene at that Ooh. point. Which, yeah, yeah, Notorious B.I.G. But there okay. was like, we're talking like, a long time ago. Yeah, like 100% pure love, like <laughs> Technotronic. Like that shit was like <laughs> the hot shit. Yeah, when is roller skating going to come back in a big way? Loser, it's- loser by Beck. Oh, that, wow. was, that was a that real That slide guitar that was a riff? Jam. Ooh. Yeah. Still such a jam. It's a oh, it's a great jam. It's so, fucking great. 
<laughs> yeah, you, you didn't know what he was saying. You didn't realize it was Spanish till much later when you were can older. We, can we all just start singing Wonderwall right now? I think we're like the right amount. Anyway, okay. Anyway, anyway, this anyway, is Wonderwall. Wonderwall. anyway, here's Wonderwall. No Vivaldi at the end. Just cuts into fucking Wonderwall. All right, before before we do go, right, we because go. you are because yeah. you are a barman, as he would say. I, why do you say things like an old Jewish like man? I like the term barman. Bar- what's uh, your what's you're your a, take? You're a, no, but it's a barman. Barman. No, you're you're saying it like like. Like uh, yeah. Jim Silverman. He's putting the yeah. You don't say, on the wrong you don't say my name is Jim Silverman. What do you say? Like it's like uh, it's like like what if you you say Spiderman? Like, yeah, like some kind of Jewish. Have you met, Jewish my, have you met my attorney, Ron Spiderman? It's no, it's like P- <laughs> Peter Parker. Oh, have he you specializes seen, in web law. My s- attorney, Ron Spiderman. Have you seen Spiderman? He's he's kind of well. He's taking his time to get to where he needs to go because he doesn't want to break a break a bone. A bar bar man sounds weird. Bar oh, so so you're a so you're a bar guy. You're a dude. Yes, that that works in a bar. Yeah, and with the with the exception of uh, where you know the fucking places you work, where are you like where do you like to go? Where are the good bars? Ooh. What are the hot yeah, bar let's, takes? Let's right close now? it out with what some. We, what are we feeling? Dave, Dave Fernie's top bar picks. Okay, Dave so if I, if I yeah if I gotta go, <laughs> I, did, I didn't hit you with the harmony. You didn't I'm hit sorry. me with the harmony. I just the mescal's got, the mescal's got this me. This is terrible. So if I'm going for a cocktail, top. Top couple of places in town are going to be uh, the Varnish. Love, yeah, love the, the varnish. varnish. One of the original speakeasies before everyone was on the speakeasy. No, it's train. actually a speakeasy though. Like, yeah, no, it's like, like it's it it's legitimately no fuss. is a speakeasy. It legitimately is a speakeasy, and they're fantastic. Love they, it. They still do sinful and Sunday. I don't know about that. It's like uh, like they would have like a like a like a three piece band and like a like a lady like a sultry lady like oh. singing like sexy songs. Mm. It was mm. great. No, it was phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, all I really want when I go there is just a great daiquiri. Yeah. That's sure. it? That's what you're getting from there? A daiquiri? Oh, dude. I really like that place. They're getting right. a really the first fantastic... first time I ever had an old Getting fashion. a fantastic daiquiri that's shaken on a big piece of ice Ooh. is that's a great. fantastic that's thing. No, that is a great I'm, thing. I'm, I'm a big fan of the yeah. daiquiri. I'm with you. All Folks, right, so var- varnish is definitely a top var- pick. I mean, yeah. that's James Beard winning cocktail bar. It's a great bar. It's fantastic. It's yeah. a really good bar. The J- and don't uh, sleep on Coles either. Coles is good. Too. I love yeah, Coles. Coles is great too. Red yeah, car you got to do like you got to do the good. one two punch. You go to you go to Coles pre. You go to Coles. You, you get an old fashioned. You go back. You get a daiquiri. There love you go. It. And love it. And then uh, and then uh, uh, bar Claxon. Love bar Claxon. You know okay. what? Throw some Peyton. I fucking love. I I actually really like it. I haven't been there a bunch, but I like that they're bringing that like. Aperitivo, you get a little fucking prosciutto, yeah, you get a fucking like Campari and soda. Yeah, yeah, dude, that's yeah. It's, like right it's up It's very alley. Italian, and I love that, like, yeah. you know, I'm DJ got, Lunch Wine. I like that European vibe. They, like, got, they, not a, they got a Negroni on tap they call the quill. Goes over a nice piece mm-hmm, of ice, mm-hmm. and you just get that, and you throw some petanque, and yeah, yeah that's... Petanque is like you're uh, bocce. The it's like the, the French version of bocce or yeah, it's like, something. It's like bowling for French rednecks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I actually really like that bar. Yeah, I fantastic, guess, guess fantastic. Guess great place. new opening. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, and then the last one is Normandy Club. I can't, I can't sleep on Normandy Club. Can't sleep on What's it. What's the move at Normandy Club? What, what do you what do you like to get? What's the when I go to Normandy Club, I will I will I will drink literally any Anything, classic cocktail. Any cl- Manhattan's. I mean, uh, a Tom Collins is a fantastic. I move love there. a Tom Collins. Ooh. I'm not a big gin guy. Yeah. I like a Tom Collins. I'm a big gin guy. You are. I don't like the the the, uh, the floralness gin. and stuff. Is a little too much for me. No, I like. But like a Tom a Collins gin, like a Martin Miller's. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. I, no. I, but I do appreciate a Tom yeah. Collins. So you, Tom, you've Collins. actually opened me up since we went to Palm Springs that yeah. last time. Uh, what was the bar in Palm Springs? Melvin's. Melvin's. You had martinis. Fantastic. Okay, so Fantastic let's talk bar. about. Let's we talk, talk about, about Melvin's. Let's, for a well, let's talk about martinis. All right. Yes, so please. if you're in, if you're My in, favorite drink. Yeah. If you're in, if you're in Palm Springs, Melvin's. 
Do not sleep on it. It's the, the best the place. People watching it is, is the phenomenal. Best, just gorgeous gay dudes. No, like, no, no, oh, no, 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 no. Just, just, just go. Uh, just very aged, aged men okay. and ladies, lovely, okay. lovely seniors men. enjoying their yes. twilight years. Exactly. With they're, yeah. No, they're and they're going. They are going. Like they're, they're going on the, for they're it. They're on the dance floor, and they are. Yeah. What is the older version of grinding? Uh, I would say that that's what they're doing. Uh, the Lindy Hop, I believe it's called. <laughs> yeah, but it's 20, 23 Skidoo, <laughs> 23 skidoo. 24, he was 25 her, He was really skidoo. giving her this 23 Skidoo. Foxy trotting. <laughs> uh, and now yeah, the Charles so, Yeah, so then, uh, so yeah, for, for even more martini vibes, uh, the Pacific Dining Car is a fantastic. Oh, well, I mean, a, well, a folks, big friend of the show. Folks. We love P- Pacific Dining Pacific Car. Pacific Dining Car. If you haven't been, it's a living piece of history. It's great. It's great. Get yourself a goddamn martini. And it's open 24 hours. It's open 24 hours. Get get a martini. Get a Manhattan. Get a glass of Lagavulin. Get get anything. Anything. Anything there. Anything. Their wine is good. Their wine is fantastic. Their wine is great. Everything. Everything's good. The service is insanely proper. You can't say enough. Unbelievably. It just... Uh, and this is kind of expensive. It is a little expensive. It's a little expensive. It's a splurgy place. Taylor's. And that's the less less splurgy, much less, less splurgy, Taylor's. much less splurgy. Taylor's splurgy. is like like in terms make of value, a, they make a very proper 50-50 martini, usually shaken, which I'm okay with. Yeah, I'm okay in with. In that situation, I'm, having, I'm okay with. It. When I'm 50-50, is it vodka and gin? No, no, no. no, no, no. It's, it's half, half removed, half, half, oh, half gin. removed, half a gin. Half spirit. Yeah, you. Was a bit, is there a big deal between a vodka martini and a gin martini? There's no such thing as a vodka martini. Because I was gonna say, because people talk about that all the time. I'm I'm new to the martini. James game. Bond. James Bond. The whole thing muddied the waters when he ordered, you know, the vesper. I don't, I don't vodka martinis. There's really. no such thing as a vodka martini. Martinis, gin removed. Vodka is there martini, no such thing as a vodka martini? Vodka martini is just cold vodka in a. If somebody asked vodka. me for. Uh, if somebody asked me for a mezcal martini, I'd be like, "Fuck it, fine, whatever." You right. just substitute you know what that you want. for that. But that's not a martini. But yeah, I mean, if you're so talking, what would you call What would you call mezcal with vermouth? Chip, chilled vermouth up with <laughs> with vermouth. You wouldn't put mezcal with vermouth though. That wouldn't taste good. I mean, it might taste good. Who knows? You put, it in, you put it in like a Negroni. Give me a verscal, please. I've actually never tried that. Like I think mezcal that, I think with mezcal, dry vermouth. Mezcal is the most akin spirit to, to gin. gin. Yeah, because of the complexity. There's that's complexity, what I meant earlier. Florality, there's it's but fantastic. I think the smokiness would overwhelm like a delicate dry vermouth. Like yeah, land. but fuck delicate dry vermouths. You ne- you know what? You need to come to Honeycut. We made our own dry vermouth, our own sweet vermouth, because I'm tired of buying shitty schwill whoa, wine. Whoa, whoa. You made your own vermouth? Yes. Well, we got to talk about this. I'm tired of buying shitty schwill wine from Dolan and Cenzano and Martini and Rossi. I, I like mean, Dolan a lot. You know, I mean, they're, that's cool. But also, that you wouldn't buy wine that would come for a 750ml that like also has brandy and shit in it for $14 a bottle. Like that wine must be disgusting, right? <laughs> They're using bad wine. They're using horrible wine. They're using to industrially produced wine. Well, just because yeah. so, it's cheaper. Yeah, so what we're Why, doing... What's the problem with using nicer wine honey, and charging more for yeah, it? Yeah, what we're doing at Honeycut is we're aromatizing wine and we're, we're fortifying it with, uh, with delicious... What kind wine. of wine do you start with? So we start with a 1989 Fieldspeeder Auslaser Riesling. Okay, so you're Ooh. starting with a dry Riesling. Uh, yeah, off dry. Reason. Off dry. You're yeah. fortifying it with a grain neutral. Spirit. So we also use we use that, and then we use a uh, Riccatelli from Georgia. Love Riccatelli. I'm a huge orange wine guy now. Yeah. Uh, Put it in that quevery. The quevery. Yeah, give me that shit out yeah. of the ground. I, I like to call it kimchi wine. 
Uh, I love this shit. Yeah. I'm all about orange wine. Yeah. So, yeah. So, we use a cavalry. Wait. So, you're starting with orange wine. Yeah, we start with orange wine. Fortifying it with... So, we fortify it with uh, pear brandy, a uh, little bit of um, uh, Four Pillars uh, Australian gin. Damn. Uh, yeah. I mean, this shit is like whoa, whoa, fucking whoa, whoa. legit. Are you serving it... Is it on tap? Is it on the rocks? Is it part of a, it's, it's part of a cocktail? It's in cocktails. If you order a martini, it's going to come in the martini. Wow. It's, yeah, it's a fantastic, fantastic I, I had no idea you're doing that. That's, that's actually, that's next level shit. Yeah, we shit. don't really talk that much about shit like that. That's that next level shit. No. Yeah. Yeah. Folks, we, you better get down to Honeycut. They're on some next level fucking vermouth shit down there. Yeah, well, we're doing some next level shit in almost all, almost all theaters, but we just don't like to talk about it because it's a fucking club. Nobody gives a shit. But like, but, well, yeah, I mean, that's got to be the downside to working in a place like that, where it's like the cocktails yeah, are like, the cocktails the, are thoughtful and well crafted, but, but on the other, most people are just fucked up and they don't give a shit about that. But on the other end of the spectrum, for you, you have something like the Walker Inn or Normandy Club, which you like people fucking appreciate. Exactly. Well, Normandy Club people are coming for a nice cocktail. Yeah. And Walker Inn people are going for an experience. It's a club. Mm-hmm. Most people couldn't give a shit about. Yeah. I mean, they, they they probably appreciate that the drinks are good, but they're like. You yeah. can't explain the whole vermouth thing. No, Honeycut actually, music I thought the and, dynamic of Honeycut before the deep end was fucking cooler because you had something that was almost like the Normandy Club on one side, mm. and then you had that fucking super right. Like, so you had one place that, to go where you could well, talk. Well, that's what and, it's more like now. The well, deep thought, end, the deep end's not there anymore. The deep end's not there anymore. It was only part of one. By single, the way, the deep end was like it, a pop up. It like was a space, space tiki, tiki. It was cool. Thing. Yeah. It was pretty cool. No, there's so much neon, bro. Daft Punk would have loved oh, that yeah. place. Yeah. They're no, it was it was great. I actually I really did appreciate that. I think the cocktails just are great in general. Like even the ones on tap and shit. And I thought the old like in and out kind of like menu thing that you had was fucking brilliant. Yeah, we got a cease and desist. I know you from got it. you got a cease. Okay, and well let, fucking- let's let's mention that. So you guys did an in and out themed. We did a we did a menu that was cocktail menu. It looked so we had one menu that looked like an in and out menu, and then we had another menu that looked like a Starbucks. Drive-through menu. This was at the the deep end. No, this is in Honeycut. Honey yeah, honey yeah. And it was, uh, and yeah. So we got a C and D from. It went out on Instagram. People yeah. started. I yeah, mean, people, I saw it, was, it all over su- Instagram. It was super Instagrammable. Super Instagrammable. Yeah, I mean, it was it was like this big. And then what? You got a letter board. from their lawyer. Well, yeah, we got a call and a letter, and they were like, "Yeah, could you do this to, like change us?" And so all the things they told us to change, we changed. It still looked like a mm. in and out menu. Oh, so you kept it. And then they were like, uh, could you change all this again? And I was like, um, why don't you just get a, why don't you like send us like some legal, legally binding documents and we'll change it again. Cause I already spent money to change it once. <laughs> and we changed literally everything you asked yeah. for. And they're like, well, it's like the white and red text. I was like, I'm pretty sure you guys don't have a copyright, copyright on, on white and red text. <laughs> yeah, that's so, like, <laughs> they don't have any action. Yeah. That's just not actionable. And so, and so they were like, okay, we'll just let us know when you can change you, can, it. And, they're okay. like, and you're you, like, uh, in and out, have you met my attorney, Ron Spiderman? He's going to fucking <laughs> yeah. chew you up and eat um, you alive. I don't know if you guys well, know this. put you but in a I, cocoon first. Yeah. And then he's going to chew you up. And if, then he'll fucking eat you alive. I don't know if you guys know about this, but I have a deal with Jacob and Ronnie. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's cap it. Seriously, Jacob and Ronnie sponsor us. We've played yeah, your please, ass so many times. Please, if you're on AM radio, you can be on us. We're we're just as good as AM radio. Call Jacob. Uh, well, Dave, it has been a real goddamn pleasure. No, it's been great. Man. We're gonna force all guests to bring us free booze from now on. You've changed that. You've changed the whole game. Oh no, we're getting a tab for this for sure. Uh, well, yeah, go to Honeycut. Uh, are you guys gonna do? A, are you guys gonna do a pop-up at Walker Inn? I mean, we'd love to. We'd love to. Uh, yeah, I mean, we stay very, tuned, folks. We, yeah, we'll we figure very it out. Briefly talked stay about it, but like, 
Toon, yeah, Walker and does has been doing pop-ups for a little bit, or I just did a ramen one. I think they're doing another one. Yeah, uh, very soon. The Nomad is doing a pop-up. No, oh, Nomad's doing a pop-up. Oh, I got to I got to plug your Instagram because it's actually one of my favorite Instagram oh, handles. It's, it's the greatest it's Instagram name at customer cervix. And if you don't under, understand the joke, just think of customer then, service. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm at Carl Hess. Joel is at Joel David Miller. Yep. The pod is at yeah pod y a p p o d. Email at y a p yap four twenty sixty nine at gmail.com. Nice. And just remember. Call Jacob. God, give him a fucking call. Call Jacob. Give him a goddamn call. If you've been hurt he or injured. Ne- he needs the business. Do Larry you- H. Parker is is old. Do Jacob you- is the new. Uh, do you or a loved one suffer from mesothelioma? <laughs> we can't drink we can't drink a bottle of mascal on the show anymore. I'm I'm calling it. This is this can't be an every time thing. Uh, thanks for listening, and uh, we will be back next week. Call Jacob. <laughs>